0: Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I don't have a sense of smell. It is raining, as they say, cats and dogs outside. Uh, My window is open, so if you can hear the rain, you're welcome. If you can't, I apologize. Yeah, it's really good. I usually leave my window open when it rains. It hasn't rained this hard in a while, though. So yesterday, it also rained this hard. I had both my windows open. Full, full open, right. And for the first time, I experienced rain actually come through my window. And like my windowsill was wet. And I was like, Oh, crap. And then I had to close my windows. But yeah, very nice. I love the rain. The sound of it is absolutely incredible. Uh, If you're at work or something, uh, and you do outside work, I, my job requires me to go outside for uh, a few maybe an hour, 45 minutes, it depends on the trash cans. Uh, So if it was raining this hard, uh, I wouldn't be that upset. But uh, it definitely might make some jobs harder, it might make some things harder. But you know, circle of nature, we need water, we need the rain, we need the grass to be fed and the trees to be fed so they can provide us with oxygen, even though 80% of the world's oxygen comes from plankton in the ocean. Yeah, sorry to hit you with that cold water. Anyways, um, today we're going to talk about some loose things. And yeah, first we had an episode. Oh, wait, before that. uh, I think the last episode of Attack on Titan comes out last week when this episode comes out. So I have finally gotten to the final season. I just watched episode one this morning in bed. Uh, Yes, anime is my motivation to get out of bed in the morning. And it was uh, interesting. I'm going to have to watch more to understand the narrative and get it. Also, I had to write in at least eight pages. I hit eight and a half pages draft uh, for my English class. And I wrote about the history of vaccines. However, creating narratives and stuff, it was like it's supposed to be like a quote, long form essay, end quote. So those are weird I don't like reading those. I like reading research papers. I like seeing abstract introduction, methods, results, conclusion, and discussion. But, you know, reading a long form article, I'm sure I can understand why people would enjoy them. But when I want, if I'm reading something of that sort, I want facts. I'm reading that because I want an answer to a question. I want to understand something. I don't want to be told an effing story about how uh, Norsk gods fought each other to the death trying to learn about World War II. Like, come on, man. That's unnecessary. Um, granted, if we look at it just on the basis of writing, the people that write them are really good writers. Atul Gwande, for example, an amazing writer. I just don't want to read that crap. Like, what? The, who reads these things and why? They're so boring. But, you know, to each their own. I uh, Can't yuck anyone's yum. Different strokes for different folks, I guess. But, yeah, that's... Uh, expect an episode on the history of vaccines soon. Uh, <laughs> other than that, yeah, Attack on Titan. Music, clouds, NF release, clouds. It was... Eh, it is still kind of angry. So... I don't know. I, I was hoping he would move away from that a little bit, but uh, didn't seem to do that yet. So, we'll see what happens, and uh, I think that's that's solid for introductory remarks. Um, so, a few weeks ago, we talked about nuclear fusion and the experiments going on with nuclear fusion. So we actually have accomplished nuclear fusion, like it's happened, like we've done it, this, and it's not that we did it recently. This isn't some new news, like a long time ago, probably in the 19 somethings, when this experiment, this stuff started, like we actually did it like it worked, we did fuse things, it happened. The problem is that that like the reactors, they take so much energy to make the fusion happen, it's like, it is just not a good investment. Like you're losing money, and you're losing energy, the amount of energy created versus the uh, like the output versus the input, the input is much higher than the output. And that's why we don't have fusion reactors right now. And so a lot of places are saying, so nuclear react or nuclear fusion reactors, the problem isn't, if we're going to get them. The the question is when we're going to get them. We absolutely are. We've done this. We can do it. The proof is there. The only problem is, can we do it without expending 5 billion tons of energy and only getting back one? Um, so, you know, hopefully we can figure that out. But yeah, nuclear fusion, it's a thing that we've done is really effing cool. I mean, uh, Really awesome. Other than that, though, quickly, I want to touch on this other thing. There's these things called plasma waste converters. They're awesome. So if you've ever seen lightning, lightning rips through the atmosphere and hits stuff. And it usually will, if it hits a tree or something, it can cause a fire. However, also, if lightning hits something, lightning is so hot, I think it's around like 14,000 degrees, 14, 15,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Lightning hits something and it's do, since it's so hot it's actually in the plasma state of matter which is uh, after solid and it's just basically something that's really really hot and so when lightning hits something it's so hot it melts the like bonds like the atomic bonds of objects and and matter and so it like basically dissipates the thing uh, like uh, uh, just absolutely obliterates it to, to put it simply and so one thing that we've done is like, oh, well, why don't we just do that with garbage? You know, we have a bunch of landfills, we have a lot of garbage just everywhere. So what if we just take the garbage, and instead of burning it, because burning the garbage releases smoke, it releases a bunch of bad pollutants in the air, depending on the uh, like what the garbage is, like burning it could be really, really bad for the atmosphere. Instead of burning it, why don't we literally just obliterate it? Just make it disappear, basically. And so what they did was they created these things that make plasma and just obliterate garbage. And then that, so obviously you can't just obliterate something, law of conservation of matter, like it's like, it has to turn into something. And so what it turns into is heat and energy. And so the heat, I think there might be some like water vapor steam also based on how we create the thing. And so basically what these things do is a, they release so much energy That the machine can actually power itself. It has enough energy to power itself. You don't need to give it power other than maybe like the first time, I guess. And so, like, A, that's amazing. You already, like, you're already not paying for it after you make the first initial price. And not only does it have enough energy to power itself, it has enough energy to give extra power to the grid or sell extra power. And so, um, you know, that's one part. And one way is again, just obliterating something releases energy. However, also, the other products are like heat and like steam. And so from the heat, uh, we can actually produce other forms of energy, we can make it uh, burn some water or something and then make it spin a turbine. Uh, It might release some wind and we can make it spin a turbine that way we can generate energy in like three different ways using this plasma waves converter. So the amount of energy that's created from this, is incredible. And again, the cool thing is that we're using garbage to fuel it. We're not using fossil fuels, we're using waste products that humans create tons and tons of every effing year, especially here in America. And so this could be the solution to a lot of our landfill problems. And not only does it create energy, but also as a byproduct, depending on what you're obliterating, it could create this substance. I don't remember what it's called, but this substance is like lighter than water, but it's really, really absorbent. And so, what we can use that for is cleaning up oil spills. Like, we can put it around an oil spill. The oil will get uh, absorbed because it's like floating on top of the water, and then it'll get absorbed by the material, and then we can just like rip it out of the water again. And that would be like, we just solved another effing issue in like environmental. Uh, sustainability. Uh, Oil spills happen, human error, what are you gonna effing do? Uh, People mess up, it sucks. But we can clean this up in like a normal, fine, super duper cool way. And also uh, from a machine that's just god tier. The only like the only thing is like certain types of metals, uh, when you rip cars down and put it in there, like it might like leave some stuff that we can't like do anything with it. But uh so landfills will still be somewhat necessary. But you know, compared to what it's giving us, that's literally nothing. These things are absolutely awesome and I hope that we see more of them. I, I didn't go into too much detail here, but it's so effing cool. We're literally just obliterating, just disintegrating garbage. Um and, and it's really, really efficient and awesome. Maybe one day we'll have like the own episode about it or something. But I just wanted to mention these things, they're just so effing. Awesome, but anyway, so the title of this episode: What is wisdom? Where does it come from? How does it work? So one thing I thought about, like a year and a half ago, while cleaning bathrooms at a hotel, was the idea of wisdom. I know cleaning bathrooms at a hotel is a really good time, and that's definitely where you think about wisdom. Um, so what is wisdom? Let's started there. Sometimes, like young children, are called wise. Uh, sometimes people call me wise because I don't f and know. We'll get to it. Uh, Sometimes you hear that age grants wisdom. However, we can see that some old people that are obdurate and angry, they don't seem very wise. You probably wouldn't call them wise. So maybe it's not age. Maybe it's not uh, uh, just growing older. Uh, It might have to do with maturity because old people can still be immature. Maturity also is something that's separate from age. And we can talk about maturity another day. So then what is this wisdom thing? Because it seems like it's not like... Everyone gets it. It seems like some people get it. Some people get it when they're old. Some people get it when they're young. Like, well, how, what, how does this, what is this thing? So it seems like the people that we call wise, they seem to know a lot, but not about something specific. We call those people smart, the ones that know a lot about something specific. But they know a lot about life. They seem like they have an answer to all of your life troubles and they always say the right thing when you need it. They understand life, they get life. That's what they understand. They have like a command over life. And even if it's an old person, they can give you advice on something modern somehow because they just get life. They have like this command over life and this understanding about it. Like, I don't know. It's it's a step toward enlightenment, I guess, like an understanding of the universe. And so... Then the question is, where does it come from? As we said, it doesn't seem like age is the only factor. So what is it? If it's not age, if it's not, it doesn't seem like maturity, It doesn't seem like anything specific, it could be a 10 year old that's wise for some reason could be an 80 year old. Um, My revelation after cleaning the bathroom told me that wisdom comes from understanding life through pain. Uh, In order to learn about life, you need to experience life. And the way to experience all that life has to offer is to go through the mud, the thick of it, the pain, and to learn from that pain. Some people can go through pain and learn nothing or learn the wrong things. Trauma can cause you to have defense mechanisms that aren't healthy. But to gain wisdom, you have to learn objectively, not subjectively, the nature of life through pain, because pain is a part of life pain is involved in, even on the neurological level, the areas involved with learning are actually related to the areas of the brain involved in feeling physical pain. Like you're going to learn not to touch a hot stove, if you touch a hot stove, way quicker than if someone just said, hey, don't touch a hot stove, it's going to hurt. Because you, when you go through something bad, your brain's going to say, let's not do that again. And so that's something that you know, just pain seems to grant a lot of opportunity to understand life. Um, and the more you go through pain, the more you can understand about life. And I've seen this through people that have gone through pain. Uh, they are the people that often are called wise because they seem like, they seem to just get it. And the only reason that they get it is because they went through some effing crap, dude. So then you know, a reason that many older people may have wisdom, and we say like old, like with age comes wisdom, uh, is that life contains pain, like pain is just a part of life, whether that's good or bad, not my problem. But light, like pain is just a part of life, it's always going to be there. It's just a natural thing. And the more life that you live through, the more pain you're naturally going to experience, you know, like, if there's, um, from point A to C, if there's, 10 tons of pain, you're going to go through 10 tons of pain. However, from point A to B, if there's only five tons of pain, if you only get to point B, you've only gone through five compared to the 20 or whatever I said. And so, you know, as you get older, like it's just kind of there and you're just going to experience pain. And so that means the older you get, the more wisdom you innately have the opportunity to learn from or to gain because you'll go through the pain so you have the opportunity to learn from that pain now you could just go through a bunch of effing pain not learn from it and be one of the old obdurate losers but you probably don't want to do that and i'm telling you how to gain wisdom now so you can do it if you want to so if you haven't noticed this is kind of really depressing. Uh, The kids that are called wise have probably gone through some things, and that sucks. And the other way a child could possibly seem wise is a lot of time thinking, reading, and listening to wise people. But to have command over wisdom, oftentimes you'll need to go through it to truly understand it for yourself. Um, And so by thinking, I mean, yes, there's a possibility by listening to someone, you can think yourself to understanding. It's really excruciatingly hard and absolutely terribly, like, it in itself is painful. It takes so much time and effort. So, like, this also goes for enlightenment, for example. You actually can literally just think yourself to enlightenment. It's possible. The problem is it's excruciatingly hard. Like it's probably the most difficult way to become enlightened. It's a lot easier to just meditate eight hours an effing day and just like go meditate on top of a mountain with a wet towel. Uh, Yeah, sure, maybe it'll hurt more, but it's much easier than thinking yourself there. Um, But yeah, this is really depressing. So a lot of the kids that we call wise, yeah, they've probably been through some things and that's probably why they're wise. Uh, That sucks. But, you know, the other answer is, you know, you could just meditate forehead with... (laughs) you want wisdom just have to meditate the universe will reveal itself to you but yeah uh we made good time on that so now you know with the remaining time i just want to say i'd say this a lot but i'm probably going to continue it for ever. college sucks so uh, i was looking into statistics for um like college and finishing college a lot of people don't finish college the effing do. And the reason is that there isn't usually that they're dumb. The reason isn't usually that they just don't want to or they don't feel like it or they think college isn't for them. Those people are in the minority. Um, The reason that most people don't finish college is because they can't effing pay for it. Even with loans and debt and digging yourself a hole for your future, college is effing pricey uh and some people really can't do it uh, so i i've seen this uh, yesterday i was talking to someone and they said that uh they had to pause going they like they had to pause going to college especially during covid cuz like they're not going to have classes like it's all on it's all online and so they have to like get a job and they they've worked for a while uh at where i work and so uh trying to like get enough money to start paying for college again and the problem is, even with loans and debt, like it's really effing hard, dude. And that sucks ballsacks. And then one dude, uh, in my group for engineering class last semester. A really cool guy, like a really nice, wholesome effing... I love this dude. He was awesome. Uh, soft-spoken, really cool. And so he told me that uh, due to COVID and his parents getting laid off from work, like every uh, like everyone, because effing COVID and businesses didn't do so well, like he had to take a year off, at the very least, from college to go work and help his effing parents out uh, and you know, yeah, he literally couldn't pay for college, and he needed to also help his family. And that sucks, dude. That shouldn't need to happen. And like, I don't know the solution to this. I'm not going to go around saying effing free college, free college, because of a lot of people, like a lot of people that are getting doctoral degrees or master's degrees. Like, if you're getting a degree that high, unless you're going to become a teacher, you're going to get a very, very well paying job. Statistically speaking, you're going to be in the top 1% of earners in the like United States of America, if you're going to like PhD. All right, so you're going to get your effing money back, you don't effing matter. All right, you PhD loser. Um, unless again, you do become a teacher, in which case, no, you're not going to get your money back, you're going to get effed effing balls. Okay. But uh, you know, for other jobs. Like if you go, if you're like going through med school, sure. When you're out of med school, you're going to be 500 to 750 million, like not million, 500 to $750,000 in debt. Yeah. That's a lot of money to be in debt for. However, as a doctor, other than for the three to like seven years of residency as a doctor, you're going to make that back in, in fair enough time. Like you're, you're going to be okay. All right. As a doctor, you are making a lot of effing money. You're going to make it back. Don't worry about it. Um, but the thing is, like, for other students that are just doing the four years, yeah, it seems like it's really a problem because your job isn't going to pay... Like, it's going to pay you well. Like, yes, you should get, a like, a bachelor's degree versus a high school diploma. The difference in median wage is incredible. Like, getting... If you want to make money in America, just get an effing degree. Like, that's... It's pretty simple. But the thing is, like, for those shorter things, paying back those loans with interest rates and bad things... It's not fun, and it's not good, and it sucks. And maybe uh, we should focus there. I don't know about like just forgiving loans for every single college student ever. A lot of them like are fine. If you're getting higher degrees, you're gonna get paid fine. But you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. It just sucks. I don't. I don't. I'm not an effing political dude. Um, but yeah, it's hard. It's painful, and some people are really smart. But uh, you know all for college, at least this is college. College is hard. College is effing painful. And some people are smart, but for some reason you're always just stupid. Now, maybe I'm just projecting right now because I talk for some reason, I tend to only talk to effing people that are intelligent at school. This went for high school. This goes for eff this went for middle school, high school, and now college. I'm talking to effing geniuses. And for some effing reason, this always happens. And I always feel stupid. You know, they always, They some people say you're not what you eat you are who you hang out with. I've hung out with smart people for a fair amount of time in my life. Why the frick am I still stupid? I don't understand. All right, I'm not a fan. Um, but you know, maybe it's because I'm online. I I mean, I'm sure there's like a fair kind of part of that because of that. But who knows? But yeah, college sucks. And I, you know, I don't know what other to say than that uh yeah i guess the key to fixing college payment problems is legislation so go vote i guess i don't know when the next vote for anything is but yeah i think when it comes to college it would be federal voting right so it'd be your senators and your president senator voting is in 2022 i think so still two more oh wait that's next year huh still one more year till that happens um Man, it's, you know, 2020 was such a nice number, and now we're at F in 2021, and there's just this like this disgusting one at the end. I don't like it, but. Yep, uh, one more decade, baby, and then we'll see where we are. Maybe we'll have plasma waste converters everywhere. We'll have nuclear fusion reactors everywhere, and we'll be in flying cars, and you'll see the the steel-built buildings, and for some reason we still haven't figured out a cement formula that doesn't like withstand effing earthquakes. Maybe we'll figure that out, and humanity will be All that we have hoped it would be in all the movies we've ever seen. And it'll be absolutely incredible. We'll be interstellar effing uh, society. We'll be on Mars. We'll be in the Andromeda galaxy. It'll be absolutely incredible. But yeah, until then, I will see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Seriously Funny. Uh, I've been your host. I'm not going to effing do that. But yeah, that's all we got today. Thank you for listening. Uh, I will see you next week. Uh, Take it easy. Stay safe. I love you all. Peace.